Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocks podcast. I am back today with Abinella and we're we're just talking. We're having a recap of our year and what um, our homeschool year has looked like, kind of what we're looking forward to in the future. And so this is just a fun conversation. But before we get back into it, I wanna say thank you to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. If you want help managing your homeschool on a day-to-day basis, BJU Press has a homeschool hub that can dramatically simplify things for you. You'll be able to see your child's workload, document grades, modify schedules, and more. The BJU Press Homeschool Hub is the resource you need for painless planning and happy homeschooling. Visit BJUPressHomeschool.com to see how the hub can change your homeschooling. That's BJUPressHomeschool.com. Well, Abby, welcome back. Um, Thanks. Yeah, so we left a major Major. cliffhanger. I mean, people are dying. Here is the question, ladies and gentlemen. What is the point of a pet fish? That's it. What is the point of a pet fish? Oh, I'll answer. Okay. Nothing. Do you want to answer it? There's no point. Well, you can disagree. But (laughs) I would say this. Go back to Monday and listen because Yvette says she doesn't like dogs or cats and she has no heart. But (laughs) I said that they they do have a fish. And I said, what is the point of a fish? All they do is make that fish bowl. Listen, they stink. They dirty the fish bowl. You can't hug them. You can't cuddle them. They don't protect your home. (laughs) They do nothing for you but swim in circles. It's like NASCAR in water. Not even NASCAR. No, because there's not even two of them racing. Right. There's just a fish swimming around. And we have a beta fish, which you can't put any other fish with a beta fish. Because they eat other fish, right? eat them. But they're beautiful. They are beautiful. But you can hang a picture of a fish up. So see, that's the point, Abby. The beauty is... Beauty, God's okay. creation. Okay, then That's you can have right a there. little bowl of God's they creation don't make in noise. your kitchen. So, and True. responsibility. So, Lace, this is Lacey's fish. It's not They're my affordable fish. affordable too. They're affordable. Yes, this was, Brooklyn bought Lacey the fish for her birthday um, this past year. And Lacey was- And the food was, doesn't cost a lot. It does, I mean, you could buy like one little thing of food and it lasts for like two years. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay. Yeah, they don't eat very much, but it teaches her responsibility. So she has to feed the fish every day. She has to clean the little fish bowl, but her fish tank doesn't stink. I think if you have a big one with lots of fish, they probably stink. Okay. But no, this one doesn't stink unless it stinks and I don't know it because now Mm, you're used to it. Oh, totally. Totally. You walk into someone's house, you're like, (gasps) hmm, but they don't smell it. So maybe your fish, somebody if you live next to her, will you please... Go to Yvette's house and be Come really smell my house. <laughs> Does it smell like a fishbowl? <laughs> okay. I don't anyway, think so. Now anyway, that Captain Bubbles is Lacey's sweet little pet. Um, anyway. So yeah. So we're talking about just the past year and what, you know, just what, what it's been yeah, like What we've learned, us. what we've gained and, and to let everybody know, look at, it's still a journey. We're still figuring things out. Yeah. We still make mistakes and learn from them and keep going. But ultimately yeah. it's good. So, okay, if you could do something differently this past year, what would you do? Well, differently I feel like or different? I think, diff- Did I say that right? If you could do something different? Differently. I think differently. you could. Whoa. I feel you like I'm using that. could do something different. Incorrectly. I did it differently. Or right. if you could do something different, maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. I think that's. Anyway. Sure. Yeah. If you could change okay. one thing. <laughs> I would learn English. <laughs> it would be grammar. <laughs> Just kidding. You know, I feel like. There's nothing I would change moving forward because I figured out and changed so many things in the year. Like we even halted curriculum this year. Like we were Mm -hmm. in the middle of a history curriculum and here's something crazy cool. My two older kids are finally old enough, like 
I do everything with them. But this year I was juggling the little and the big. And so I was having them read out of a textbook from a very reputable company that I love very, very much, totally biblical based. You can say what it is. Okay. So, and, and you guys would appreciate this because it's sunlight and I really, really like them. Mm, and, my, yeah. and my kids have always liked sunlight, but there was one book that my kids kept coming back. And so here's the thing is I used to pre-read everything. I mean, anything my kids laid their eyes on, I would check first. A song, a TV show. You get to a point though with many kids and older kids where you just can't, I cannot read. So I just make sure that they are getting things from people I trust, reputable resources. Mm -hmm. The books are books that other people have vetted, you know, that are on lists from places I trust. So I didn't pre-read this book because it was from a company I knew and trust, trusted. Well, my kids came back with this textbook and they're like, mom, this just doesn't sound right. There's something off. And it wasn't a biblical issue, but it was a, a bit of a historical angle that, and I was like, you guys are just trying to get it. Go, go just sit down and shut up and read the book. Um, <laughs> and then they just kind of did. And that's not like my kids, they were kind of complaining. So I finally was like, okay, read it to me. And I was like, huh, that doesn't sound. Um, and so the first lesson I learned is you guys, this is so cool with us to be able to homeschool, to teach our kids these foundations and teach them truth that they learn to have discernment on their own. And it was so cool that my kids had that discernment. So of course I'm the mom, I call the company and guess what? The company's like, Oh, we don't use that book anymore. Cause I had like bought it used from some friends. They're like, nope, we don't use that book anymore because of these reasons that my kids were saying. And they had, which totally blessed me with sunlight, you know, that they're, they're doing that. And um, the woman I talked to was amazing. She was totally godly. She also told me, she's like, the, however, the things that were wrong in the book, you know, if, if you would have read the instructor's guide, uh, it would have pointed those out. And then you have the conversations with your kids. And I'm like, well, I didn't, (laughs) but, um, what was so cool about that experience that we as homeschoolers get to do is we are raising our kids. Our kids are going to leave our home at some point and they do have to have the skills and the discernment to be able to navigate those things. And because they've been under our roof and we've been able to help them do that, then they can. And I got to, for the first time, see that in my older kids, you know, my high schoolers saying, mom, this, there's something that this isn't actually, uh-uh. And yeah. it was so cool. And then it was really cool to be able to call the company and be like, yeah, we don't use that book anymore. Yeah. So it's awesome. a blessing because I think how many kids from public schools are getting things that are wrong, but nobody's ever told them or walked that yeah. through with them. And parents don't have a clue. Yeah. And private schools too. Private schools too. I mean, if you don't know, so that felt like a little bit of the fruit of my labor that I I got to see yeah. my kids discern something and come to me and say, I found something odd. But just to settle everybody, it was not a biblical issue. It wasn't even a major. I mean, if, if it was never caught, it wasn't a major mm-hmm. thing, but it was just, it was a very neat experience. Yeah, that's super cool. I don't know how how we uh, got on that. Oh, we were talking about things we do different. And I said, you know, I would even, you know, I even had to change some curriculum in the middle of the year. And I had to, you know, so I did a lot of changes this year. So I feel like finally in the last month, I I feel like we're in a really good place going into next year. I feel like we got a lot of bugs worked out going into our school year next year. Yeah. So, and there will be more bugs. I love that you're able to put something down. You know, I think so often I was actually talking to a mom recently and she was like, you know, we're at the, at the end of the year and we just haven't finished our textbook. And I feel like we <sighs> need to finish because like, she's one who needs to check the list. Yep. And I was like, just be done. Be <laughs> like, done. It's okay. Yep. You don't have to finish the textbook. Nope. And, um, 
I, it, I think it stresses moms out sometimes. Yes. You know, we've spent money on this curriculum. Yep. We feel like we need to get to the end, all the things. And if it's not working for your family, or if you're just done, be done. Right, be done. And you can always pick it back up at the beginning of next yep. year, or you can just be done. Yep, because your kids aren't going to learn once they're done at that point anyway. I, last right. night, was so exciting. I sat down because we're wrapping up our school year and I knew there were certain things we were not going to get through the whole book. So I sat down with each book. I went to the table of contents and I was like, what, what topics need cover? What content needs to be covered? So we're not going to do a page by page, you know, Mm -hmm. because we're not going to get through it page by page, but what concepts do we need to hit before the end of the year? And I went through and I'm like, no way we've hit all the concepts. Like all the rest of this is just review or busy work. And so it was so cool last night. I'm like, you guys, seriously, we're done at the end of this week. And so I want to tell parents one hint when you get to the end of the year and you feel like, oh, no, we're not going to finish this book. Go to the table of content and look at concepts because your goal as a homeschool Mm -hmm. parent is to teach your children the concepts, not to do every page. You do not have to do every page, but there are concepts your kids need to learn because you don't want to go into fifth grade math if they don't have the foundation of the concepts in fourth. So figure out what the concepts are. And then hit those concepts, teach them those concepts and be done. You could do it in a lot shorter time. You don't have to do every single page. Yep. Yep. Good stuff. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing and providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Abby and uh, it's fun. I love being able to look back on the school year. Do you, when you finish your year, Mm-hmm. Do you plan immediately for your next year or do you wait? Do you take a break and then come back to it? Because it seems like there could be benefits both ways. Like yeah. at the end of the year, um, which I'm getting ready to do because I need to just, uh, I need to wrap my mind around what we're doing for next year. Right. But at the same time, I feel like I need a brain break. And right. so I want to totally. wait, which I know a lot of parents wait, you know, a few weeks or even a couple months into the summer to really start planning the next year. Right. Um, what do you do typically? Well, I, so as we were ending, as we are, as I actually just finished my last plans to end this year, I was making post-it notes of, okay, this concept, I want to make sure we hit. So I was Mm kind of making notes of, we need to do this next year. I need to hit this. Like they didn't do a research paper that I wanted them to do. So we'll start the next year with that. So I just was like writing notes, filing them away so that at least I'm like, that's there. And then, and then I'm going to give myself, you know, a couple, I need to get through June because there's convention, there's lots happening. And then when my life slows down in July, then I'll get all of those notes out and I'll start planning yeah. the next year. But I do take notes when it's fresh because mm-hmm. I need to remember like, oh, you know, she she didn't master the fives times table or whatever, you know? Yeah. 
So I do a little bit of both, but I think it doesn't matter. Whatever you'll figure out what works and things work different in different years. Yeah. Yeah. True. I love planning. Did you see that meme? There was a hilarious meme that went around and there's a picture of a mom that just like looked exhausted and haggard. And it said me finishing up this year's curriculum. And then underneath it, there was like the, the, uh, sound of music lady, like, you know, going through the fields and so happy and excited. She says, this is me planning for next year's curriculum. And isn't it true? It's like, I don't want to think about ending this year. I'm like over it, but I just can't wait to crack the new books for next year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know it. What is that? It's funny. It's fresh, I don't know. new it's hope, fresh. a new start. We yes. all love that, you know, just yeah. that, that hope and that excitement and that joy and that anticipation. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's exactly what it is. I love planning. I like planning. I just like executing. am not very good at executing it always. Yeah, I know. Totally. <laughs> it's why I like to make spreadsheets. So, you know, I can oh. plan and make these beautiful color-coded spreadsheets, but actually putting those spreadsheets into, <laughs> into real life actions. That's funny. That's a totally That's different funny. story. So are you guys done for the year? Uh, yes. Are you wrapping yeah. up? We're, we're, we're wrapping up. Um, we're going to continue doing some things through the summer. Um, we are too, actually. Really just reading. Um, yeah. Lacey needs to work on some math um, stuff just to kind of keep it fresh in her mind. Um, yeah. She's kind of gone slow this year, which I don't care. I mean, I'm fine with that. Um, but so that she doesn't have to start all over from the beginning totally. again next year. So yeah. as we're home, um, you know, we'll just do stuff. But yeah, um, but yeah we're we're done. I don't know. I, I'm not one of those moms. It's so funny. I... I know that there are moms who are like, you know, this is our first day of school, which we always have our first day, I guess, right. um, of school. But even the last day, like, I don't schedule out our year to where, right. okay, we have to finish this X amount of things and this is going to be our last day of school. Right. Like, we just kind of roll into summer. Like, we just kind of yeah. stop doing the things that we do. Yeah. And continue reading. Like, we always just continue reading together. And right. We play a lot of games together. We do we do a lot of things that I think a tra- they're not traditional school, right? And because so life we'll is doing school, those so you don't stop life, so you don't have a last day right. of lo- like school. Right. That's how we are. We don't. Everyone's like, "Are you done?" And I'm like, "Well, we're done with this, and we're done with that, and this kid is right. done with math, and this kid is done with like, but we're still going to be doing some history because we love it. Like our right. kids, my kids are like, I don't want to stop because they're they're loving it." And we're going to read every day. So we don't have like a this when they were little. I think I did. If I'm looking back, I think we had like a this is the last day of school. Right. And maybe because my mind was like, we have to have a last day of school. Or maybe it was just different when they were little. But as they're older, I'm like, they finish at different times. Yeah. Expectations are different for different kids. Right. You know. Yeah. And not that it's wrong. It's not wrong to have a last day of school. I just feel like it's more of the like traditional school mentality. Yeah. That school only goes from right, you know, August or September until May or right. June, and or I just that there's a start and an end date of learning, and there's not right, yeah, there is it no just start and end date of learning. is kind of a lifestyle. Yeah, so, I agree. But at the same time, I mean, summertime is summertime, and so we're you know, like right now, we're actually planning what we're going to do for summer, and we're not traveling this year. We've traveled the past wow. many years um, for Schoolhouse Rock, yeah. and so. We were doing one local conference here in Oklahoma and literally like, we're not even speaking. Um, I said, I can't speak, but I were Garrett and I are both going to be on a couple of panels. Oh, cool. And um, it's at the end of June in Oklahoma City. I know that's not very helpful. I should have more information on that. Um, 
but that's the only event that we're doing. And it like, we can dr- drive there in the morning and drive back. Like oh, it's cool. going to be a, so that's just thing, a day but, thing. Yeah. yeah. But other than that, we just really want to spend the summer building relationships with people Aww, um, yeah. in our local community. Love it. And um, I think we're going to take a, a fun vacation. We have not taken a non-work vacation in, I don't know, seven years. Wow. What are you going to do? I'm not sure yet. We're, we're throwing around some ideas and, um, and I'm not sure, you know, what's so weird is that we love the beach because we're from California and we have always lived near the beach. And then we went to Georgia where again, we were near, you know, the beach. And by the way, the East Coast beaches are way better than West Coast beaches ah. for those who might be wondering. Um, they just, I mean, you know, California beaches are amazing too, but uh, there's something about the East Coast, like the water's warmer, the sand is better. Wow. It doesn't stick to you. It's great. So anyway. Wait, the sand doesn't land? stick to you on the East Coast? No, no. Wait, it just what? kind How of is falls that? Off. It's like a different kind of sand? It's a different kind of sand. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. So this is weird. Okay. In California, when you go to the beach, yeah, all the moms take baby powder because when you're done playing at the beach, all the stands, the sand sticks to you. And so you sprinkle baby powder on your legs and stuff and you, it kind of lets the sand just kind of falls off. Okay. It dries it up and then it falls off. We, the first time we went to the beach in Georgia, I guess we probably went to South Carolina because it was right. It was only like 40 minutes from where we lived and they have a really nice beach there at Hilton Head. And so we went and I had my baby powder and I was ready to dust sand off. And I was like, wait, Whoa. there's no sand stuck to you. <laughs> That's so crazy. Weird. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. Uh, Anyhow, we're landlocked now in Oklahoma. There's no beach around here. There's uh, just these weird lakes and they feel yucky lakes. on my feet. That's so funny. We need to find a nice lake. Um, I hear that they are out there. We've only visited one and it was gross. Um, uh, and so, so, so you think I you guys think might gonna... go to the beach? Well, it's so far. It's well, a, how, where's the closest beach to you? Uh, probably Texas. Okay. Um, Texas would be the closest beach. We haven't been to any beaches in Texas, so I can't tell you what the water is, oh. or sand is like there. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. I, we're going to just, we're going to try to do something fun. So we're talking with the girls and trying to figure Aww. that out. And then I just want to spend the summer relaxing and not yes. traveling too much. And oh, that sounds uh, like amazing. I said, just building relationships with people. You know, we yeah. love hosting people and having people over. Um, so if anybody's traveling through the Tulsa, Oklahoma area, I said this a couple of years ago and um, my friend Carrie, I met her that way. She was, she's a podcast listener and uh, her and her family were coming through. She and her family, she, her, she, 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 she and she her was family. Coming through, what yeah. is with my grammar today? I don't know. Good golly. <laughs> <laughs> she and days. her family, <laughs> her and hers peoples, her, <laughs> were those coming. Folk. <laughs> those folk were coming I, on through. I think Oklahoma is really getting to me. Oh, oh dear. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they were traveling through Tulsa, and so she messaged me, and she's like, "You said on the podcast that we could stop and visit you," and, and I was hilarious. like, "Yes." And so it was so fun. It was two summers ago, and we got to meet them, and have stayed in contact with them since. So seriously, if anyone's coming through the Tulsa, Oklahoma area this summer, uh, reach out to us. Um, You can email us at podcast at schoolhouserocked.com and let us know because we would truly love to meet you and your family and uh, we'll take you to our cool places around here. So anyway, uh, but yeah, so we're, I just want to be home this summer. I last summer, we, we were gone almost the whole summer. Um, We, we traveled to promote the movie. Uh, We were on the road a lot. And then we went to California for several weeks, which 
was great. But this year I'm just, I just want to stay put. Yeah. yeah, I just want to be home. Oh, that'll so. be good and relaxed. And that'll be a good summer to go into Brooklyn senior year. Yes. Yeah. You know? So yeah. you're not going into it running ragged. You're going into it with right. a relaxed, peaceful yes. state. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I, I love that. All that. It's funny when you say the ocean, my littlest lately, she's been reading a book where the kids are at the ocean. And she's like, Mama, I want to see the ocean someday. I want to see the ocean someday. And, you know, <laughs> everybody gets to go to the ocean. And, like, my kids have not been. And, uh, I'm None like, of your kids have ever been to the well, ocean? Well, my oldest two, we took a ferry from Seattle to the San Juan Islands. And so, so not really. I mean, no. But um, it's not like they got to be on a beach and play in the ocean, no. And so, uh, but she's the one that's like, I really want to. And so I'm like, well, we could go to the Oregon coast, which is <laughs> rocky and freezing. Yeah. And not, it's like these books are, I'm like, that's not in our cards. We live in the mountains of Idaho, honey. Yeah. So, but I'm like, okay, someday this girl is going to have to go see the ocean. But I didn't see the ocean until I was in high I don't think I played on the ocean until I was in high school. It's crazy. And you know what? I was like, eh, it's, it's scary. I don't need, <laughs> I take it or leave it. Give me a mountain lake any day. But that's she so really funny. does. She wants to see, she wants to see the ocean. Yeah. Oh, so, so it won't be this summer, but yeah, I don't know. You know, I will say truly this country it is big. But it's very easily accessible. And I know. So we just need to do it. is not that hard. I, I always felt like when we lived in California, I just felt like all the other states were so far out of reach. Even like Nevada. I'm like, it's right next door. Like, I just felt like it was so big and such right. a big deal to travel. And now that we've done it. Oh, you guys have traveled coast to coast. We have a, a few times. Yeah. Um, we, we've circled the country twice. Yeah, we haven't hit every state. Right. We've been at 30 something states, but um, I still want to go to the New England states really oh, bad. I know, me too. Um, we haven't made those yet, but um, I just, I don't know. It's not as difficult as people think it is. We just it's need not to do that it. Far. You just yeah. need to do it. Just get in your car, Abby. I know. And get on your kids. ATVs and, and just drive. <laughs> take my kids to the ocean. Yeah, it'll oh. be fun. Anyway, we're out of time. We're going to come back on Thursday um, and we're going to keep talking about. I don't know, our lives, our fun stuff, our yeah. things, and having our coffee conversation with one another. Yay. Um, so you guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for being with us. Check out our new swag. Go to schoolhouserocked.com. Go to our shop. And that is a great way to support the ministry of Schoolhouse Rock. Two other ways that you can support the ministry is by donating. Um, you could do a one-time donation or a monthly donation. Um, you can find that on the website as well. Or um, you can leave a review for the podcast. That might seem like um, an insignificant way to support this ministry, but it really is a very significant way to support the ministry. So wherever you're listening to this, um, share it with your friends, leave a review. If you're watching these videos on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe to them and uh, share them with your friends as well. Thank you guys for being with us. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.